You're listening to The Classroom Collaborative Podcast with your hosts, Dee Dee Wills Ed Rock And Adam Peterson Here we go We're so glad you're here Let's get started Okay, welcome back to the show, everyone I'm Adam Peterson, joined again by Dee Dee Wills, hello How are you, Dee Dee? I am great. I am great. Those of you who don't know, we just did like three starts of this because Adam was having a little mic problem. So, uh, you know, even though we do this a lot and you guys out there also experience tech glitches, we, we feel you. We, we live it too. So It all goes with the territory, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> of 2020. So um, we, we have a guest again today. So excited about this. So we had this guest on a while back as Tara yeah. Martin, the author. But Tara's back with us today. So, so if you don't know that episode, go back and listen to it for sure. It's about her book, so good. as well as her children's book, Cannonball In. And we talk all about overcoming adversity and life challenges, which is perfect for kids right now. I, yes. I, I loved that episode. Um, but Didi and I know that you all are, are facing more this year than any year before. And hopefully with the upcoming holiday season approach, you know, you'll have time for, for some downtime. If that is that even a thing anymore, Didi? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if it is either. So we wanted to bring Tara back on and talk about some new and exciting and, and maybe even some upcoming uh, books from Dave Burgess Consulting and, and the published stuff that's out there right now and, and the new stuff that you guys can get your hands on to kind of rewind and, and re-energize yourself this year. So welcome back to the show, Tara Martin. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for the invite, Didi and Adam. Super excited to be here. Well, we're We're glad to have you. I know your episode. So those of you who hadn't heard it yet, go back and find it. Um, But it was one, I do remember crying in it. I -hmm. remember like, oh, it was so touching and so really relevant to um, teachers, non-teachers, students. I mean, human being. So if you are looking for some inspiration and to be touched, make sure you go back and check that because it's so good. It's so good. But we're excited to talk about this today also. So so many things are um, have been recently sent out there from Dave Burgess Consulting, right? And some things are coming. So I'm excited to hear what uh, what's out there now. What's coming awesome. up? Well, I am excited to share too. We have so many great authors, so many great uh, books coming, so many that are already out here. And um, yeah, I think we just have something for everyone. We were talking a little bit about that before the show. <laughs> yes, well, yes. You, I know you, Tara, you, you, I mean, I know from personal experience, because I met you through this DBC world that, that you kind of have a, a unique uh, knack, I don't know if that's the right word, but a unique approach to all of this because you, you get to see it all. Like in your current role, what, what is your, your title again? So I'm director of personal uh, PR and communication is what okay. my title is. Um, I get to do a lot of cool things. Adam has gotten to experience this, yeah. um, writing Teach, Play, Learn. But basically I get introduced to the authors right not long after they send in their manuscript. And while their manuscript is waiting, um, or waiting, it's in the holding tank, it's uh, <laughs> in editing, which in, seems like a holding tank, doesn't it, Adam? Oh yeah, yeah, that it process is like, it like come on. Long, it seems like it takes a long time. So to keep the authors from waiting forever, um, they get to meet me and we start doing some foundation work and getting ready for the big launch. And we do a lot of things six months ahead of time. And that's where I get to work with them one-on-one through Google Hangout because our authors are all over the US. So it's and uh, all over the world, actually, not just right. in the US. And so 
it's really fun. I get to meet them. I get to build personal relationships with them and their projects become a part of me. I'm very excited about them. And it also helps me to promote them. So later, my role is to help promote that book and share it with the world and get the right people's hands, you know, on it that are looking for that exact resource to do better for their students or their learners, no matter who they are. And so after going through this process with the authors, hand in hand, sometimes um, I feel like I can speak to those books really well because I understand it. Well, and Didi and I both know that, that you know a good portion of our audience is, is primary teachers, but um, we also know that there's listeners who are, you know, ed coaches, um, every type of teacher, even human being. I, I know I want you to kind of touch on on the most um, recent motivational book, Saving Sycamore, which I, I think is, I can't wait to read. So so yeah, there's something out there for for everyone. And that's what I love about DBC is, is even though we have a lot of primary listeners, um, there's other books that are, that are just as valuable regardless of what grade you teach. Yeah. Totally. So with our book line, we do try to keep it to where what we're putting out there it's not something we already have, mm -hmm. you know, of course, you don't want to copycat, but also even in the topics and the lines of uh, communicate, communicating their message, we want to make sure that we have some, di you know, a lot of diversity, some variety yeah. that you guys can really get a hold of. And all of our books can be found on DaveBurgessConsulting.com. We basically have just a few categories. So we have the Like a Pirate series. You guys know that series. If yeah. you don't, you should go check it out. <laughs> Read Teach Like a Pirate. It'll get you hooked. And then that from there, it's like game changer. You just order all the books. Um, then there's the Lead Like a Pirate series. So if you're a leader out there, that series is just great. It narrows things down. It's very, the books are thin and small to read. Start with Lead Like a Pirate by Shelley Burgess and Beth Huff. And then there's little pieces. Um, there's more specific topics on leading um, in that area, leadership in school culture. I know we talked a lot about you guys being teachers and primary teachers, but if there are administrators listening, check out this area. This is also where Saving Sycamore is, and that's the one that Adam mentioned earlier. That one's written by Molly Bradley Hudgens. She is a school counselor who was just extraordinary at building relationships with her students in so much that one of her students came to her with a um, semi-automatic weapon on with reserved ammo and basically asked her to talk him out of doing what he was about to do to that school. And she did. And it's just a super powerful story about the school shooting that never happened. And I think it just goes back to the point that we we must make time for those relationships, no matter how mm -hmm. difficult and frustrating, no matter if we're on Zoom or we're face-to-face. -face, I'm all about being real. And I think that is the key piece that it's a lifelong thing that we can instill in our learners is just understanding who they are and recognize them and valuing them. So you can find that book right there in that yeah, area. I, you know? I have chills and like, like literal goosebumps right now hearing right. you just talk about the synopsis of it. Yeah, it's, me too. It's an incredible story. It, it's I, I remember seeing it come out and then I, I, I've seen all this, this stuff pop up through following the channels of, of her acknowledgement from it and awards that she's been you know received and, and the thing I love most about everything I've read I haven't read the book yet but I want to 
everything I've read from her, like these little articles and the latest uh, newsletter that she helped write the blog post for, um, is is how humble she has stayed through it all. Like she seems like a person I don't know her like you do, but who, I mean, could totally take this and be like, "Look at me," you know, like I saved the world. And she's just like, "I'm I'm a, I'm a teacher," you know. I did what I had to do. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. I was going to say something now. I can't remember what I was going to say. It's because it's, it's so impactful, right? I know. It is. Let's edit, let's edit that part out, okay, Adam? We can do that. Okay. <laughs> she's dynamic. She is, um, she's very humble. She is. Yeah. And she really talks about how every teacher can be a hero. Like a hero it is just really that it's just building a relationship with kids. And I remember the last podcast I was on here with you guys, I was talking about my second grade teacher. I mean, in a way she was a hero to me. Mm-hmm. Like she gave mm-hmm. me a highway to freedom and that was teaching me to read and to value education. And honestly, I don't know where I would be today had I not had that intervention right there. And obviously Molly would be here today had she not intervened right then but it all stemmed back to her building a relationship with him and him believing that she could help him and he went straight to her you know (laughs) and so i think we just can't underestimate the power that we have with our learners when we um, reach out to them and and let them know how much they are loved well i know you mentioned we we kind of talked about primary and dd i know you are one who is constant i mean we all are constant learners but that's one thing I love about hearing you like, like when I'll, I'll call DD up and I'll be like, so what do you have to you? Like, well, I'm taking this course or I'm studying this or I'm studying this. And, and I think that's what, what is, is so great about all of these books too, is we, we kind of already said this, but you know, you mentioned that if you're a leader, but I think there's so much in the lead series that, that is for people who aren't in an admin role right now. I mean, mm-hmm. we have them on our shelf here at home and Trisha's read them too. Uh, that one right there, like saving Sycamore. I I've always considered like, either going back to school for a counselor degree or child psychology or something like that, like that ability to help students help themselves kind of role, you know? And, and I know where saving Sycamore isn't a, an instructional guide to that, but what a powerful piece for someone who, who is considering that line of work, you know? Well, then I was going to, I, I remember what I was going to say. Okay. What I was going to say was it's a miracle. Um, what I was going to say was that uh, you know, even if you're not in that role of a teacher or a counselor or a principal, oftentimes you'll read these books and you'll find the ability to to apply it to your own life. So yes. maybe it's relationships that you have with neighbors. Maybe it's relationships that you have um, with people that you interact with every day um, and how, you know, sometimes going beyond ourselves. Because I, I think that, I think humans are just sometimes very self-centered. Maybe that goes back to the fact that, you know, once upon a time we had to, you know, save ourselves. But uh, <laughs> I do think that, um, especially, I I feel like in in the days that we are in now, um, to listen, connect, um, bond in some way with people that, you know, may, maybe you wouldn't pick them out of a crowd to be with, right? But they are in your life, and how you can make that connection. Um, to make both of you um, happier or more complete or heard, or um, I don't know, just to, just to connect with other people. So that's what I was going to say. That's a wonderful point. I I wish I'd have been more eloquent about it the first time (laughs) I said, "Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Okay. 
Oh, that's, that's good. Bless, All right, so, bless so let's, her heart. That's okay. Let's keep going through the, the series. So we have so the, fire, the lead, and then there's, there's so much more. Leadership and culture, and then technology and tools. Um, here, we've had a couple of really amazing books come out. Well, one of the Like a Pirate books is could fit in technology and tools, Tech Like a Pirate mm -hmm. by Matt Miller. Empowering book. I love that book because I think really right now, is the time where you could use a lot of those strategies. I wouldn't say like lower elementary, but definitely, well, it could go for all elementary, but maybe mid elementary, third grade through fifth grade and up. Um, those strategies are just ready-made right there. He explains everything. It's, it's a how-to book, but it's also a encouraging, get your ideas spinning kind of book around an idea. So I really, really um, love that book. Highly recommend that book. But in technology and tools, we do have a couple of brand new books that aren't out yet that I think would fit for the littles. We have The Innovating Play, and that is going to be a technology book that centers around play. And I know Adam loves that topic. Mm. <laughs> um, Christina and Jessica wrote this book. I, I feel like it's a, it's a very how-to book but using technology with the little people, pre-K, kinder. Yeah. And I think it's just going to be a really awesome tool to implement, not just right now, while a lot of us are remote, but later when we come back into the classroom, realizing that the kids can do a lot of things on technology that I think we underestimate. And they kind of walk you through it's going to be, you know, like they even explain, it's going to be a little rough at first, but do this, this, and this, and be, be consistent, and they get it. And we also have another little technology book coming out for littles. It's called Building Blocks for Tiny Techies, um, or that's like its working title. I think that's still its title. Uh, by Mia Leonard, that is an adorable book too, really focusing in on technology and how to use it well with the littles during cool. um, instruction. I yeah. have um, Google apps for littles um, and I did a book study in the Facebook group on that one. It's a, it's a great book. Yeah. It's, it's one of those ones where um, you get all these like ideas and you think, Oh, I didn't know that was, you know, sometimes just knowing what's possible. Mm -hmm. um, and then, and then you can kind of figure out how you want to make it exactly right for you um, is key. And that that's a great one. That was one too that I'm glad you mentioned that, Didi, because I remember reading that and, and I, I still have it by my on my nightstand because I'll go back to it every now and then because uh -huh. I want to keep up in the loop even though I'm not in the full classroom right now. And I remember looking at it like almost as a guide for myself as, as my kids were starting to learn more about Google and our whole school that they attend and Trisha teaches that shifted to a Google school. Everything is Google Classroom. I remember looking through them like, okay, I'm going to need to know this for when they ask me how to do something. I'm going to need to know this. <laughs> it was one of those things that helped me build my, my yeah. Google knowledge so much. I'm always amazed at what the kids can do too. When I used to right. teach the kindergarten classes, uh, book snaps in Google slides, I thought this is going to be a straight up nightmare. And, you know, I was used to working with upper elementary, middle school. So when I got into the kindergarten class, I felt like they were going to own me. Um, <laughs> but they, and they did sometimes, but they did learn to make book snaps. We broke it out up into three days. And after doing that for a few weeks, you know, just 20 minutes a day for three days, we would work on them. Then they became so fluent with making them on their own. And I'm just amazed at what little people can do. I mean, they grow up with a phone in their hand, you right. know, right. Right. a toddler. Right. So they are just, they're on it. 
<laughs> well, you know, you say that, and, and I know there's a lot of people right now who, I mean, it, it's such a torn world, technology or hands-on. Or, but, but what I love about everything I've read in the tech series from DVC, none of it is is saying that, it goes back to a quote that I use all the time that the technology is still just a tool. Like the teacher is still the most important person in the classroom. And, and I love the approach of every single one of these author, authors that, that takes that. These are, these are tools. These are resources for teachers to use to enhance the learning. So I, and I know that everybody at DBC has that same mindset, um, but it is it's such an important thing to remember too. Agreed. And and they all talk about that. And oftentimes in those books, they talk about what it looks like hands-on too. Right. They'll say like, you've tried this hands-on, so I'm just going to show you another way we can do this with technology. So a lot of times teachers can relate in that way as well. Um, this next section is called Teaching Methods and Materials. We have just so many great books in this one, but one particularly that I want to talk about, and it works with Littles as well, is Unpack Your Impact. It's by Lanisha and Naomi O'Brien. Oh, yes. Um, Lanisha Tab and Naomi O'Brien. It's a great book about, it's it's mostly about how they transform social studies yes. in their classroom and they made it a culturally um, centered, well, they basically ditched their problematic lessons and built a culture-centered curriculum. And I love this book. I love how they reimagine social studies through culture, diversity, inclusion for all the primary students and really teaching yeah. them all the areas of history, not just the one that has been pushed down upon us right. for year after year after year. This book is fantastic. It gives you very specifics. And it challenges your thinking in the best sort of way. And right. as a white woman, I was so, I learned just so much from this book. And I really just felt like I wished I had it when I was in the classroom. Mm -hmm. I remember I having a conversation with Lanisha at a conference one time. We sat down and we just, just I don't know if it was over lunch or something. We, we had met at this, this session and, and just hearing her talk about social studies, just hearing her talk about social studies is, mm -hmm. is fascinating. Like, I'm like, I, I learned so much from you in our five minute conversation. <laughs> You know, she's the passion that both of those educators have. Um, it's contagious. Um, you know, I followed them for a long time, know, known them, um, and learned from them. Um, I, I feel sort of like like you, Tara. You know, as a white woman, um, sometimes when things became a little bit uncomfortable, I would. Uh, I'm not saying that's how you felt, but this is how I felt when when moments became uncomfortable. I would kind of steer away from it because I'm thinking five and six year olds, and I've really changed my thoughts um, over the last couple of years, largely because of, of the work that they've done um, and put out there on social media. So when this book came out, I was very excited. I have it. Um, and uh, I'm planning doing another book study on that one in another teacher group that I'm in. So um, teachers are saying, let's wait and do that till December. Uh, so <laughs> I know I was like, but, 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 but we're going to go ahead and do that in December. But I'm so looking forward to that. So looking forward to You're going to love it. I yeah. read it in two sittings. Oh, <laughs> it's that good. I it's thought it that was good. really good. Yeah. Oh. Teach, Play, Learn is also in this section. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Hey. Peterson, the author. <laughs> you better check that out. If you, know, you don't I, check that out, then you can't listen yeah. to this podcast anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say something earlier when you're talking about like everybody can get something from these books. And honestly, that's been one of my favorite parts of of hearing the the response from Teach Play Learn out there is I've heard from 
teachers of all grade levels. I've heard from parents. I've heard from, you know, uh, a college professor actually who is using some of the techniques to teach his elementary ed students. Like I, I saw something on Twitter. This this teacher put out something on Twitter that said, "Look what my college professor mentioned today," and I was like, "No way!" So, yeah, it's it's. I'm proud and and honored to be included in this line because of that reason. Like it, it, there is something for every single person out there. There really is. So don't let it, um, if, if you know a middle school teacher wrote that book, don't let that steer you a different right. way because you, you very well will probably get some ideas out of there that you can make your own like TV set earlier as well. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking you, through. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just looking through all the titles. I'm like, the, Ooh, I need the to get that one. one of my favorites too. It's just the inspirational professional growth and professional development. I think sometimes when we are on breaks, we talked a little bit about Thanksgiving break, Christmas break. We just kind of want to unwind and be encouraged and be lifted up. Right. Something like that. I really love this line, uh, this section uh, for that type of reading. For example, A Passion for Kindness by Tamara Letter. You can't amazing go wrong book. with that. It's just a bunch of amazing ways to share kindness with the world, which I think we need a lot more of that right now in our life. And I got so many incredible ideas from Tamara in that book. And I use them to this day all the time. Um, one of the things that this is so random and it's too cold now in Kansas, but when it was warm during the summer, we would go to our outdoor mall. It's like the only thing you could go to during COVID. And, um, and this is probably not a good idea to do during COVID, but it would be a great <laughs> idea to do when it's not COVID, but you bring a roll of pennies. I have like several rolls of pennies in my bedroom. Just anytime we would go to the legends, um, I would just sprinkle out a bunch of pennies around the edges of the water fountains just so kids could make a wish and there's just some pennies already there for them to make a wish um just random little things like that that i learned from that book just to remind us to give a little kindness to people it's just the little things that show up in your life and you're like oh i don't know why that's there but I, it made me smile kind yeah, of thing. Right, book. right right it's a sweet book we also have a book in that section that's fairly new called Teachers Deserve It. It's by uh, Ray Hewitt and Adam Welcome. And they really just talk about a lot of things that teachers really deserve. And they talk, tell you very specifics on how to get what you deserve. So if it's um, initiatives, if it's this or that, they just have all kinds of not just, it's not a complaining book. It's like, we deserve this. And then how do we actually make this happen, right. signing petitions, doing these different things to get what teachers deserve. Another book I love in this section, it works for any level of teacher, is The Teachers of Oz. And it's not just because I'm from Kansas, because these guys are in Maine, but it's a husband-husband duo. They wrote this book, Herbie and Nathan, and I love it. It's, um, it's basically like it, it talks about leading with wisdom, heart, courage, and spirit. So uh, one of their little synapses is like, with so much change in education and so many teachers feeling like they're un in unfamiliar territory, Herbie and Nathan offer a guide through this ever-changing landscape by turning to the classic story of The Wizard of Oz. And I love this book. It's so beautifully written. And it's very, very encouraging. Awesome. Right? Totally recommend that one. Yeah, that's another one. I, I have a list of ones I want to get, and I don't have that one yet. But just seeing the title, I was I was like, this looks like it's going to be good. 
So fun. I love that book. Well, Be Real's in there too. You can always check that one out. Of course. <laughs> yes. Be Real, yes. the, the one and only Tara yes. Martin. <laughs> and then we'll move on to picture books. Uh, we do have quite a few picture books now. We have eight of them. And I think we're not actually publishing picture books any longer. We're definitely on a hold there. Right. Um, so check those out. Love on them. They are so good. Every single one of them teach just great messages. A couple of my favorites. Uh, they're really all my favorites, honestly. But <laughs> One that I want to mention today, because I've been thinking about it a lot, is I Want to Be a Lot. It's a yes. little book about, it's great for littles too. We talked about primary age. Letting kids know that it's okay to want to be a lot of things. They don't have to settle down and be like in a box. Even when Caleb was going to college, my son, he was just like, I don't know what I want to be. I don't know what I want to be. And I'm like, it's okay. I don't know what I want to be either. Right, <laughs> and right. so it's okay to be a lot of things. You don't have to just be a teacher or you just be a DBC author or just be, we, we can be a lot of things. We can be a mm -hmm. crossfitter. We can be a mom. We can be all these things. And that is perfect. That's good. And so right. this little book is great about teaching that story to littles early on. They don't have to choose. So with, with, I want to be a lot that's written by Ashley Savage. She's actually our only student author. So she wrote that right after her senior year of high school and her freshman year college. And uh -huh. I just think that is just the sweetest little story coming from someone starting college. And she travels around and has been reading it, well, before COVID, was reading it to students around and just encouraging them to be a writer if they want to be a writer. And they would ask her about the writing process. They're like little, littles, you know, kinder, first grade. And having a student be able to share that with them, I think was just super empowering than a grown up <laughs> all the time, reminding right. them that you can, you can do all kinds of things. In right. the same section, we have a brand new book called Ride with Emilio. Uh, Ride with Emilio is a very special project that we took on it is it's about a movement and it's written by richard neres it's a movement inspired by a little boy emilio neres uh their only little boy who passed away of cancer at six years old and this story is just so special because it's not a story to make you feel sad and hopeless but it's the opposite it's how his parents diane and richard really started this foundation, the Emilio Neres Foundation, and provides rides for students, kids all over the world that need rides to and from their cancer treatment. Um, and they've traveled over a million miles with this little um, program, but they do more than just that. They, the program has so many different things that it does for students. So every single book of this book that's sold a big, huge portion of proceeds go straight to the Emilio Neres Foundation to help wow. fund all the equipment and then the things that they have, the appointment, the cars, the gas, all those things to get these little cancer patients to and from their appointments safely. And he talks a lot about why he started this in the first place. There were a couple of teenagers that he had heard about, they got beat up at the bus stop right after their chemo treatment. And he was like, something needs to be done about this. It's driving me, you know, it just made him so sad when his boy was going through these treatments, he would hear these stories of kids not being able to make their appointments. I mean, their life-saving appointments and, or being hurt or injured on the bus commutes. 
And so he wanted to make a way for those kids to be able to get their treatment safely to and from. And they've done such a fantastic job with this program. They've helped over 4,000 children get to and from their appointments right there in South California. Southern California. And they have these other things, the Emilio snack bags. They created this program based off of the needs that their son needed when he was um, going through the treatments. They noticed things that were needed and they started to create programs to mm -hmm. make this available for the parents and the families and the, the, the patients. And so it's just a really amazing program. It's called, e their website is enfhope.org. And every single one of these books that are sold, a, most of the proceeds go straight to that foundation. So that's a really cool project that we just yeah. launched. Gosh, what a legacy. What a legacy. It's so yeah, precious. That, so listening to that, I haven't read the book. Again, I keep saying that. I've got this on my list. I've got this on my list. I think <laughs> Trish and I have an Amazon cart full of all these new ones. But I remember, I didn't know all the details of that. I just, like, I didn't know this was beyond Southern California. Like, is he doing this other places too? Like trying well, to get he's done a lot of cool things. So this guy is just incredible and he's so incredibly humble. So when I first met him, he basically just told me, we were just chatting about stuff. I was chatting with him and his wife and he said, I like to run. And by, by what he means, I like to run, you know, to me, I like to run. It's like you go outside and you run a couple of miles. No, this guy has done two major fundraisers for the Emilio Neres Foundation. One of them, he ran from San Francisco to San Diego what? on foot. Yeah. We're yeah. going to need to get him on here. <laughs> and every stopped at every children's hospital along the way, sharing the message of the Emilio Neres Foundation, providing them with resources Wow. That is what this guy is made of. He is actually a CNN hero. He has all kinds of interesting awards. And he just told me like, we were, I was talking about CrossFit and he was talking about running. He's like, yeah, I kind of like to run. I'm like, you kind of like to run? <laughs> like, no, that's not what you say. <laughs> like, I ran across the US. <laughs> not really, but seriously. Wow. Yeah. In like 10 weeks. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Um, he's just amazing. And his, he does it all. He doesn't listen to music when he runs. He literally is just thinking about those kids and his boy just changed his mindset forever. And he always wants to be of help to other parents that might be experiencing something similar. That's wow. pretty amazing. Really sweet. Well, before we go, Didi, you mentioned, you, you want to mention a, a friend of ours, a friend of yes. you and I that, that's putting one out. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Lori Elliott, she is coming up with her project-based learning book that yeah. um, I, I was really lucky I got to, to preview that. So Me too. Um, it's so I'm good. So, it's, I'm so excited. She's, she's just a fun person, period, end of story. Like, if you were on a deserted island, she definitely <laughs> would be somebody I would want to have with me because she would make it fun and cute. Like, she would have it decorated adorable. Um but she's so smart and yes. she breaks down very complex things into digestible pieces, you know? Because mm -hmm. when, when, when people talk about project-based learning, it feels massive. It feels yeah. like, oh my gosh, that sounds like something for eighth graders, not little ones. And so she, in that book, she has something for everyone, but definitely breaks it down where the little ones, it's totally doable. 
So do we have a do we have a title to? Or are you are we going to leave listeners hanging? Do we know? <laughs> I think we have a title: Project Based Learning Anywhere. And I love this book. I love Lori too. She's so much fun. I think yeah. it has a subtitle of Live It, Learn It, Love It. Yes. And she has just been dynamic to work with. But I love too how she's taken this remote learning experience and been able to put like little sidebar notes for the reader to how do we do this when we are in other learning settings. And so I feel like she's just done an outstanding job of helping people to understand that just like just like Didi was saying that this can work for anyone, anywhere. In fact, we are living a great big project learning experience, right. <laughs> project-based learning experience right now in this um, pandemic. And I think Lori is like, like Didi said, I would just repeat everything she said if I were um, just to carry on, but she's very, very brilliant and very approachable. And yes. she just makes it feel like anybody can do this. Yeah, yeah, it's. I I'm agree. excited to. I, I got to kind of preview it too, and I, I told her. I said, I said, Laura, I've I've gone through this so fast because it was that good. I want to read it again. Like I want to read it again and again and again because, like Didi said, regardless of what grade level you teach, it, it, she makes it seem, she makes it seem easy, and it's not an easy concept, but she makes it seem easy. Right. She and does not only such easy, a great job. She does. Not only is it does it seem easy, um, but it also seems like something that you absolutely want to do. Yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes there's things you're like, I don't ever want to do that, but how do I do it in an easy way? Um, this is one of those things where it's like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. This seems like so much fun. Right. Um, so engaging. So um, very, very excited for that book to come out. Me right, too. Well. It'll be, it'll be fairly soon. I feel like we're in the later stages of the process. So we not too much longer. Yeah. Well, so listeners, we'll, we'll get we'll get Lori back on here when it does come out too. We'll do a little celebration of her her book on the podcast because we've had her on yes. to talk about project based learning, but but we'll get her on here to talk about the book too. So so thank you, Tara. Um, I know we kind of planned this last minute, but we really do appreciate you coming on. I, I teachers, you. if you're, I know you're thinking about so many things right now, but if if winding down and re-energizing over holiday breaks or whatever it is that you have coming up, or even on a weekend when you're looking for a good book, especially with the weather changing, you know snuggle up by fire, read a book. Uh, that was like the least manly thing I've ever said in my life. I know. Snuggle up by <laughs> fire and read a book. Yeah. But here are a paint, bunch of ideas. Paint so, your toenails, paint your paint toenails, toenails and then read the book. So DaveBurgessConsulting.com. <laughs> um, check out the whole list. Uh, not just books, but book study ideas there as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, we, we thank yeah. you, Tara, for sharing your knowledge of all this. Yes. Oh, I'm super excited. Um, everyone listening to just know that if you are feeling like tight on budget, there are ways to win free books every yes. single week. So on our website, of course, go to DaveBurgessConsulting.com books. And that's where you see the big long list that we just talked about. We we really just barely scratched the surface. I honestly don't know how many books we have, but we have a bunch. I should know that number and I'll figure it out. Um, but um, we also have in there book studies that Adam talked about, but then there are ways to win free books. So if you go to our Twitter page, DBC underscore INC, um, you can have a chance to win free book every single week. Right now we're giving away three book bundles. I don't know when this is going to come out, but we will move into a new challenge each month. And there's always, it's an easy way to respond to the prompt. And it's usually our pinned up tweet. 
and you could be entered to win. It's really yeah. so easy. Just nice. follow us, respond to the prompt. And then on Facebook, we have Facebook Live every Thursday night, 6.30 Central Standard Time. We do a 30-minute free PD with one of our authors, and we're always giving away one of their books to anybody who comments in the comment section. Again, super easy to win. And we're starting a new IG challenge, Instagram challenge next week where all you have to do is follow our media team and the author and you can have this opportunity to win one of their free books. And we have a special one that's going to be on next week. So you should definitely join us if you are listening right away. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, but also checking out our authors and their work. Many of them are right there in the classroom doing exactly what you're doing and writing these books and sharing their knowledge with other people. And so I feel like you can't go wrong with any of them really. Well, I'm, I'm over here. Those, you guys can't see me, but there's like a, my bag that has all the posts, all my card uh, pins in. And I just, cause I want to write all this down. I keep grabbing highlighters. I mean, seriously, I don't, who has that many highlighters? <laughs> Apparently well, I do. We will definitely link all the, the in the, in the show notes as, as well. Yes. Um, the contest, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned those, Tara, because that's the great. Contests are legit, and uh, we. I know I love reading. I know you love hearing, Tara, from the winners of that. Like, I just got love this book. It. Like, it's real. You can win books, and you get it for free. So, and, and people are like, "Is it really free?" I'm like, "We give away ten books a week." So, I mean, you really should check it out. I don't know many publishing companies that do that, but we're no. really excited about sharing our work with other people. And okay. hearing back from you and the packaging is great because you get a pirate hat. I mean, right. who wouldn't want that? Of course. <laughs> Everybody does. So um, I'll make sure that I, I found, I actually found on the sixth one I pulled out of my bag. I have to, <laughs> And I'll make sure that I put links in there so you all can find um, the Facebook lives and the Twitter and the Instagram challenges. Super exciting. All Perfect. Right. I'll send you guys those links too. Okay. Thank yeah. you. All right. Well, thank you, Tara. And uh, we'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening to the Classroom Collaborative Podcast. If you are enjoying these episodes, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you are finding them. And share and rate it so others can find it as well. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.